In this episode of Nurturing Wellbeing, I have the opportunity to interview a great child advocate, one that has taken her love and compassion for children and families and goes into the legislature as a state representative to go in and be an advocate and to try to take and put right policies and funding toward our issues. Representative Robinson is a real champion. Uh, She's from the South Florida, Miami area. She came to our conference and uh, took time out of her schedule to be with us at our annual conference. I think you're really gonna enjoy this conversation. We're just so glad to have you here. Thank you for being a part of uh, of our conference. But also, I, I just want to thank you. You know, I spent the time in the legislature as well, and it, sometimes you wonder if people really appreciate all the work you do. Well, we do, and especially when you have a passion for children and families. Welcome. I want you to tell me a little bit about, um, first of all, let's start with your reasoning why you even decided to step over into this public life world. You were on the city council. But then when you get over into the state legislature, tell us a little bit about that and then some of your your wishes that you'd like to have in the legislature. Well, thank you. And thank I, I say thank you because what you do is very, very important. So what I do at the legislature is important, but we can't do it by ourselves. So having you and organizations like yours is very, very important. Well, so you said I was on the city council. I spent eight years there. I truly enjoyed it, was able to help my community. What put me on the state level was that while I was on the city council, I served on the Florida League of Cities correct, and the Miami-Dade League of Cities. And I kept seeing different things that I knew was going to work best for our community. But sometimes, you know, the state would do that little preemption thing. And so my motivation became we needed someone at the state level that understood local government and in hopes that I can go up there and make that combination work for both sides. So that's what really kind of pushed me to looking at state legislation, because I realized that we do need the state, but we need local government too. And so we need someone that understand both so that we can truly service Floridians. I like your quote. You were quoting from Jefferson. Government governs best that governs closest to the people. And I believe that. And I believe it too. I was on school board, so I did the same thing. It was kind of the same motivation to drive me to to go into the legislature. And then when you get there into the legislature and you see and you hear everybody doing state processes, and you said that where they preempted the word preeminence where, well, we have the highest authority. Well, they do and they don't because the highest authority is the people. And when you're closest to the people, you really can't impact that. Let's talk about your legislation. What's uh, What are some of the things that you're proud of you've been able to do and some things you'd like to do? Well, there's a lot of things that I would like to do, and I can't say that I've been able to actually push them all the way through. But one of the things that I would say is most impactful is being able to keep my constituents informed. And so what happens is when you're in Tallahassee, a lot of times the local people don't really keep connected with what's happening. So one of the things I have truly been focusing on each and every term that I'm in this in session is making sure that I come back and I really educate my residents on the pieces of legislation that have passed and how it's going to affect them in their everyday lives. And so that's what my major thing is, making sure that I keep my constituents connected with what's happening in Tallahassee. When we talk about legislation, though, one of the legislations that I've been working on that looked pretty good, and um, I'm bringing it back this year, and I think we're going to 
push it through. It seems to be bipartisan. So, and that's a water issue that we're having. State legislature have some concerns with water. It's dealing with water and a surcharge. So making sure that, and we know water is necessary for everyone. And so making sure that all of our constituents have that fair opportunity to have quality water. So that's one component. I had to do that same thing. I actually was engaged in it. And some of the water world fights are some of the, they can be some of the meanest fights because you're, you're, you're having to address these things. And then of course, surcharges, they go with that on the citizens and, Mm -hmm. and then let a drought take place. When I was there, there was actually a drought and we were looking at uh, uh, doing some more desalinization, things of that nature here in Florida, but bless you for jumping (laughs) into that one. And by the way, you're talking about keeping your constituents informed. Uh, Really interesting. Uh, A lot of times they they know the difference between that and the local employee, but they sometimes don't know the difference between state representatives and federal representatives. I used to tell people saying, you people in Congress. I'm like, not in Congress. I am, I'm a state representative. But I think that keeping folks, and then you have the capacity because you're right there in their midst to be able to do that. And I do that all the time. So, and I, and I try to be as accessible as possible. So from the local government, my constituents had my cell number. They still have my cell number. So I get calls and texts and I keep them really informed. I want to share another piece of legislation that um, is not written yet, but something that uh, definitely think that we need to work towards. And so, and it has to do with our children, our children that are in child welfare. And me being an educator, we have to do something to, con- to address them when they're in schools or they're taken out of one school to another school and how we work with them on that traumatic experience. I know that in these last couple of years, especially since the pandemic, we've put a lot of money into mental health training and things, stuff like that. However, I still find that a lot of times our children that are in state custody or state care are still lacking or missing that target to help them to be able to cope with the experience that they're going through. So I have spoke to um, our secretary and we haven't found out exactly what we want to do yet, but that's something that I'm talking to my other colleagues that you mentioned to see what we can do and come up with that we can address that particular issue. Because like we said, our children are our future. (laughs) And when we know that we come to their aid, or at least we think we're coming to their aid, we have to address them wholeheartedly. When a situation where a child is removed uh, and they're in, the, they're in our system of care, they've now come into out-of-home care is what we call it, or even if they've stayed in the home and uh, there's some services, the school environment is a very important connection for them. When they're removed out of that environment and come into it now, they have to go into a new family schools possibly could people could be moving around all that traumatizes the child and i've even noticed that after covid and i said this in my speech earlier today after covid we're seeing the trauma to be even greater a lot of issues that we've had to deal with so we welcome that kind of con- in fact let me make sure that i get you with some of our good local folks uh, and they can get people who are dealing with it on the ground level as well and and look at possible solutions by the way there are solutions for that I know that there are. We work closely with DCF and we want to have their support. But I think this is a community type of conversation because what's happening in your area is happening all over the state as well. And, but one size doesn't fit all. 
My Ocala is not going to be the same. It doesn't have the same demographic makeup. You're a highly concentrated urban area where my area is not. And solutions may be a little bit different. But you can put, you can memorialize things into statute as long as there's flexibility to be able to bring that community engagement. And that's exactly what I'm saying. So I said legislation, but it may not be, it may be loosening up on legislation so that communities can do what's best for them. I love that. That, And that may be the case. And and that may be the case, but that's, it's about starting that conversation and having those real deep conversations to figure out what do we do. I love your heart. What you're doing uh, and the way you serve. Listen, being a legislator is difficult. It's a challenge. You get moved away from your family for all that time. And yet people think it's just 60 days out of the year. No, it's not. You got to be up there during all the committee weeks and everything else. And, and, but I love the fact that you've given your life into this, poured your life into it. But then you have a heart for children and families. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. Um, and I will tell you the other thing is, As I talk to my people about unifying, and you heard my speech today where we need to encourage one another, I need folks like you to be encouraging your legislators to put this on the forefront. Child welfare sometimes gets down over here. It's kind of, you know, okay, we appreciate that, but I'd rather talk about, you know, agriculture or I want to talk about, you know, the senior issues. All that's important. It really, water issues, all that's important. But our children and our families are the very heart and soul of who we are as a society. And so the fact that you bring that from your life experience, your education, and quite frankly, your passion, uh, you and I will become really good friends. Just like Spencer Roach, yes. you know, we become, yes, it's funny. He's on the different side of the aisle of uh-huh. you. But he care about kids. He's same thing. I, I, has the I, same I, heart. I feel And I think that we can work together on those things I this know year. that we can. So like I was saying earlier, um, when you say children and family, they're the foundation. Amen. And so to all of our issues, when we talk about water, we talk about economics, if we can get a strong foundation with our children and family across the state of Florida, across the United States, then we'll begin the foundation for everything else. One of the things, and I said this earlier, I always say, Florida is mine. Amen. And that's the M-I-N-E. It's mine. And if I can get each and every last person each and every last family to start thinking about how they own Florida and it's theirs and get them engaged in the different processes, then we can begin to see things turn around. And it is the family and good people who care about the family and the faith community. That's where the solutions are. A government has a role and we need to play that role. And we give up a little bit of our freedom to give it to government and say, here, we want you to govern. But really, the real power and the real influence is when people have that. We need to somehow market that, that we take ownership of this. And so thank you so much. Listen, I I just pulled you in. I saw you out here, and I'm I'm just so thankful you've taken the time to be on camera with us. But you and I are going to work a lot together in this coming session. And through as you grow up into your junior, senior years and you have a lot greater, even greater influence, you're going to find out as you get greater influence, you get less freedom to do some of the stuff you like to do. So take advantage of it now. And uh, we're we're uh, we're very excited to work with you. Uh, Any closing comments you'd like to make? Well, I'm going to definitely hold you to your word. I look forward to working with you. Um, I see your passion. I know that, hey, when you're passionate about something, 
that's a great motivator to get things done. So I love family. I grew up having a large family. My mom is one of nine. My dad is like one of six. And I told people growing up, I didn't have friends. I had family. (laughs) And so I understand what family can do. And um, I just look forward to making Florida the the first family state, that family's first in the state of Florida. (laughs) I love your, I love your heart and your attitude. It comes across and I, I wish uh, I wish everyone that came to the legislature, as many of them do, that came to the legislature had your same passion. With that, Representative, thank you for joining thank us. You. And I look forward to working with you during this legislative session. Thank you.